Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and we've got a really good episode for you guys today. Um, this is all about business and babies. Uh, what happens uh, when, you know, someone who has dedicated her life to her business and making um, an empire of her own, uh, who all, all of a sudden uh, falls pregnant? And um, what happens to the mindset of someone who has thrived in the world of business, uh, who's now got to be vulnerable and be a mother. Um, it seems like a very simple thing when you say it, you know, in, in a very simple context, but, you know, everybody's different. Um, and, ha- you know, it's it's a, it's a definitely a, a great conversation to have, you know, um, and we have Alex McCarthy. Um, congratulations, Alex, by the way. It's fantastic news. And we also have Camilla Monk, who is... A mother, and who is also one of the most uh, successful businesswomen in in Shropshire as well. So she knows uh, how it's done. Um, so this is going to be a great, a great, um, great podcast. I am just there to referee more than anything. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I have a few great insights in this podcast, but um, I'm a bloke, right? And I, I, I feel like I accidentally fell into the whole mansplaining thing. Um, I think that just happens. I think. I don't know. Maybe it's something I'm just self-conscious of. You guys can be the judge of that. Have a listen to this uh, podcast, uh, whether you're into business, whether you're a mother, um, or you know whether you just enjoy eavesdropping in a great um, conversation. And it does feel like a good eavesdrop, this, this podcast. We are at Daily Brews for this one, who have been a great support for us. We've recorded there many times. I love the ambience there. I love the sound of the coffee grinder going off in the background. I love hearing people, the murmur of people's conversations and the clinking of the cups. I think Shrewsbury is such a coffee, uh, a coffee uh, shop town that that is that's an authentic sound to have in the background. Um, so come, eavesdrop, sit at our table and take a listen to this conversation. It's fantastic. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Camilla. Thank you, Daily Bruce. And I'll catch you guys at the end of this podcast. Um, we'll, uh, we'll round it up there. Brilliant. Cool. Let's go into it then. Hi guys, and welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. Um, I'm Alex Whiteley. Today we're coming to you from Daily Brews. Uh, great, um, um, great at helping out people with media, business people. Uh, they've helped us out many times. I know iSide Media have had um, have great experiences working with Vetus and the guys at Daily Brews too. Um, so thank you for letting us record here. Now today we're talking about something that I don't feel like I'm qualified to talk about, but I do have people here to help me with this one. So just bear with me for a second on this, right? So back in the day, uh, women were expected to do women things around the kitchen and all these horrible things, Stepford wifey stuff. But you know what? Women should be able to decide what they want to do, the career they want to have, the path they want to choose. But sometimes nature gets in the way of that and mindsets change. So today I'm speaking to Alex McCarthy and Camilla Monk. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Was, was that misogynistic or was that okay? <laughs> that was great. I was nodding along. <laughs> it, it, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to come across misogynistic, but I kind of wanted to point at the fact that it used to be a misogynistic world. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, so. and, and largely still is. I mean, we've, we've evolved. It's changed. It's getting better. But yeah. um, there's definitely still the stereotypes exist. Um, yes. Yeah. I've, and I found that largely, actually, this year. Is this where I announced my news? <laughs> Well, we'll, like. get, we'll get straight into it. I mean, like, Before I launch into that. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about, um, obviously, when you're, someone's career-driven and they focus on a career mm. and then the natural thing happens and, and, and you know, uh, somebody falls pregnant, or in, in your case. Uh, um, and it changes everything, right? Yes. First of all... <laughs> the short answer, yes. yes. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Um, how, I mean... How does that feel? 
seven. I'm trying to find a way words to describe this. How does it feel when you got all, you know, you, you had all these plans and now they've been changed by this? That would be that's the best way to put it. It's been a journey to put it simply this year. And, and I'm really transparent and open and honest. I know myself and, and Mills have spoken about this as well. But when I found out, it wasn't that film moment where there's the joy and you run to your partner and it's like, oh my God, I've got a positive pregnancy test. I it was a complete and utter shock and I thought surely not and as soon as the result came it was actually I think horror would probably be my biggest horror. word <laughs> just because it was so unexpected um, and I and I, I openly talked I've spoken about this on a previous podcast but I had some infertility issues in my previous relationship which led me to believe that you know it just it wasn't on the cards for me and I'd fully I was I was good with that Thank as well you. Um, just and you know, someone has, has got to uh, to plan ahead when you got your own business. Um, that is that is a, a big, a huge factor into this, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, obviously, everything was going and, and it still is going. We'll kind of come to how it's evolved, I suppose. But for me, business was going really well. I was single um actually no that's a lie <laughs> sorry dave um <laughs> i wasn't single but i I'd, I'd spent most of my business life since i decided to start the business i had been single without children and i loved it i loved it <laughs> I, loved I loved it, it. i did and i think there's there's a bit of shame around it sometimes as a woman when you say you you really enjoyed being childless and you enjoyed having that there is a, a, a huge talking point on this at the moment though isn't there there's a lot of the younger generation that are like I don't want kids yeah it's I mean, becoming it, much more acceptable now to, to make that choice yeah let me turn you up a bit Camilla because uh, very quiet um, <laughs> but you can do it though you can have the career and yeah. you can have the family too right? absolutely absolutely more and more it's becoming um, something that everyone can why is it Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't even moving it. It was just turning up by itself. So you can hear me. Hear me. Um, you, you are a very successful businesswoman. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, um, and you've done a, a great thing. So you are proof in the pudding. I am the proof. Camilla's my role model in like <laughs> motherhood and, and business because you're, you're living proof that you can do both you can, at times four. Thank you very much. That's a massive compliment, and I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. And uh, we need to get a shout out to, to Becky listening as well. It's meant to be with us today. Yeah. Because I, I didn't feel qualified to do, to do this. You know, talk about. I could talk about parenthood. Yeah. And yeah. somebody did put a because mm. I I did for a thing on Facebook yesterday. It was a half-assed comment to be honest, and I didn't get many res- responses. But somebody put, "Can't you compare the both?" And I think no. I think we need to spend a bit of time specifically talking about absolutely because ultimately it is the female's role to hold the baby you know to physically nurture and grow that child and it has a huge impact on the way you think the way that you operate just even the thought process that goes through kind of managing a baby physically having it and running a business it's it's fundamental isn't it um, i think from the moment you see that positive result your life is not the same again Mm -hmm. and honestly like in in that very moment i the the change started from then and it, it is as much as it's it's a physical experience that you're having you're then you're kind of preparing to become this new person and this and fulfill this new role that you haven't had and then you have business in where you're you're almost trying to be and I found this really hard in the beginning I wanted to be that person and that person I wanted to be the nurturing mother who was just really feminine and flowing and and then I wanted to be Alex the driven ambitious goal getting business owner who motivates and you know, helps fire other people up and I was like oh how how on earth am I going to be both yeah the polar opposite almost yeah, like especially when you run your own business you're kind of very much in your male energy and yet you're growing a life within you at the same time and, and it, it does yeah. have an impact it's a lot to do with independence as well mm. though isn't it because like when you have a dependent yeah and you're changing nappies and you can't leave them on their own you can't go down the, the pub and leave my own like you can't do any of that <laughs> right it, it, that is uh, as fundamental because it, I mean, it's not got you, you. You can have babysitters, mm. and you can still do the fun things, but it has to be measured, doesn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. And it's about car park mentalization, I think, in the end. Yeah. You know, ultimately, you have to be able to split yourself into two very different people, very disparate roles. To be a business owner, a business uh, developing your business and having a passion for that, delivering a service to your clients, and still serving your children. And it's a very, it's a disparate role. 
something that needs juggling and getting your head around. You know, lots of people think it's not possible to do both, but it is. It is possible. And I appreciate there's probably women listening to this probably agree with you. Probably been in that mindset like, oh my God, I didn't want to do this now. Yeah. What's happening? Ah, this is terrible. Yeah. And the probably women thinking this, oh my God, it's, this is a precious thing. You can't be... Have you been had that kind of patronism, kind of like, what are you on about? Like, you know? I found it so hard to speak my truth and not to say what I feel that I should society, but to society's standards to talk about because... I'm I'm overjoyed by what's happening like in my body and that I've been given this opportunity to be a mother. I think it's absolutely amazing. I'm also allowed to feel the other feelings with Spanner that, in the works. Which are like <laughs> this this wasn't part of the vision. I know my vision boards had to change a little bit. Um, but, but actually you what 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 I'm going to get from this gift and this experience is all of these other things that might not have been in the vision but I'm really glad that they are in there now because it's just it's a whole different appreciation for life and a, a different sense of purpose and meaning and I think what how I mean it's taken me f- probably till eight months in to really <laughs> be sitting and fully embracing that but yeah I mean there are a couple of aspects I'm thinking about now when, when you when you when you're business driven I'm not gonna say it's dog eat dog but there's a focus and a drive oh, there, yeah, right absolutely. but when you have kids yeah I mean speak to a, a, a you know <laughs> someone who's been out there and done it yeah um, when you get the empathy and the compassion you get when you have kids yeah. and all the emotions behind that, does it take the drive away from that focus no, a little bit? No, not for me. So I found that it was actually the opposite. I expected that drive to disappear, but actually what it did, it focused my mind on what I actually wanted and why I wanted it. The why became bigger. Suddenly I'm supporting children. There's a purpose. Oh God, the purpose went through the roof and it helped me cut through the bits that I didn't want to do and it kind of showed me where I did want to go and gave me energy and drive to absolutely pursue it with a new passion. Suddenly I've got children to support, I've got to inspire them. You know, you have a different sense of purpose. You've got a little team behind you. It's not just you anymore. You know, you're there to, to prove to them and to yourself that you can do it. It's incredible. Yeah, it is, it is incredible. And it's amazing how versatile you, you, you become, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. all about balance at the end of the day you can have both so has in, I mean how far gone are you if you don't mind me asking I'm 35 weeks tomorrow no big surprises <laughs> so nobody's you, get hurt hold on, hold on, hold on a second. To, so when you came on my show last time were you no it might have been just before it must have been it was in November we did the podcast Anyway, we I'm, checking dates? we're just checking days. <laughs> was I actually pregnant when I was here? Um, yeah. I think it was just before. But um, but yeah, I'm technically ready to pop any time after two weeks from now. Which get is... a mop, Vitas. Keep <laughs> <laughs> <Did we laughs> her car. I know. Which is which is which is absolutely crazy. But... And in those 35 weeks, how? Dramatically, has your mindset changed, and how many times you're shaking your head like I that? Can the, I can see this mindset shift from, from outside, um, Alex. So how I, do you feel? I, I feel like I, I thought I was fully on the personal development train, being a coach, you know, being really into my podcasts and my books and events, and really embracing going out of my comfort zone and all of this stuff. I thought I was doing the work. I thought, yeah, I'm cool, I'm on it. Um, and then this year has just catapulted any um, any previous personal development that I've done it's accelerated at times 100 this year because I haven't been able to escape does that make sense I haven't no, been able to escape what I'm the change that's happening to it's me it's still happening you wake up in and the morning still- like it's still there <laughs> <laughs> it sounds such a weird way of explaining it, but I've had to really surrender and accept and sit with all of the uncomfortable emotions as they've come up and process them and... Just let it happen. And allow, it. allow myself to yeah. change and be like, it's okay, that previous version of myself last year, she was great and that's fine, but I'm not, I'm not that person anymore. I'm not... It's like initiation, I feel like, is about to happen. And I think I'm about to get some really... I don't know, experience some home truths when it comes to being, I don't know, selfless and giving that that selfless love and unconditional love that I haven't experienced before. So it's all quite daunting I've, and exciting. Exciting. Yeah. I've met both men and women over my years that were like, kids, yeah, whatever, until they have their own. Yes. And then it's like, oh my God, I love him so much. <laughs> it's that first look at yeah. your baby. Oh, yeah, changes everything. It's going to happen to you. I know soon, soon. Um, 
and uh, you know when it comes to uh, you know people around you um, how, how have you learned to cope with the different reactions you get from the different responses you've given so to interesting this. this isn't it it is because I think that I've, I've, I've lost people this year who don't connect with me probably the same as they did when I was the childless care, more carefree version but I've, ha- I've had to accept that I, I can't be a different version of myself to try and please everyone I have to just yeah. be like this is me this is where I'm at this is the, the cliche as it sounds the journey that I'm on and it's okay if if you want to unfollow and not be part of that I also appreciate that you know I've got friends who are going through you know, their own fertility things at the moment and I've had to treat that really delicately um, and I've, I'm very very conscious that I don't want my the online community that I've built and what I stand for to be you know mumpreneur mum this mum at the forefront it's actually yeah. Alex and I'm a mum and I'm this and I'm this and I'm yeah, jazz hands in the face of someone that doesn't want to see that you know <laughs> yeah. well, I mean people are obviously happy for you but if you're like you know the people that are going for fertility for fertility treatment yes um, and you're like oh my god this is amazing then you're there probably like cool you know I get it I get it totally I, I totally agree with not putting it out there as the your USP yeah. I think that we are women we carry the babies and it's part of life hopefully you know luckily for some of us it's part of our lives but it shouldn't be the reason why you're selling your business you know we are business women and we have children and that's, that's Chris Rock joke isn't it I look after my kids I do this you're supposed to do yeah, that you're the- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean that's it isn't it it's not it doesn't have to become your identity no it's part it's part of your life but that's that's why we're doing this today is because yes this is your story and this is singular to you but i feel like it's a broader subject that maybe people listen to this now and going yes Mm. i felt like that i'm I'm glad i don't i'm not the only one or you know i'm I'm glad that that it's a normal feeling to have they talk about mum guilt don't they a lot with work um, and it's a big subject. Mum guilt is a real thing. What's mum guilt? So we're a, the generation that we were brought up that we could do anything. We have lots of choice. Yes, we still have babies, um, but we are expected to have careers. Um, and mum guilt is basically when you're in that role as a parent, uh, as a as a business owner, and you're a mum, and you're thinking, well, should I be with them? Uh, could I do things differently? Are my children missing out because I'm pursuing my career? And it's something that goes round and round and round and actually stifles a lot of women in business because they feel beholden to this idea of a perfect perfect motherhood. You know, that they've got to provide all that their children with this incredible kind of uh, mother input and somehow it means that they can't fulfil their careers at the same time. I get that, I get that. Mum guilt's a big, big thing. People miss out on opportunities because of it. You know, can I be successful in my career or does that mean that I've dropped the ball somewhere with my children? And, you know, I guess, you know, with with yourself, is it trial and tribulation? Yeah, When it comes to business? Trial and and error, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Trial and tribulation, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) You should have such a word to me. Trial and tribulation, which, yeah, trial. It's the name of a film. Yeah, it is, yeah. (laughs) We're going classy with yeah, this one. You, you kind of, I, when I was you know, starting out, uh, I was lucky enough that I started my own business whilst I was pregnant with my first baby. I made that decision very early on that if I wanted to continue in the way that I was going, I had to take ownership of that. I had to have autonomy. Um, and that's the way I did it. And my children came to sight. You know, it was, I'm Camilla, I'm the architect, and these are my children, and that's the package. So if you want to work with me, this is the package, this is the deal. And actually, it helped me form my niche in my business because I'm now a bona fide family woman who designs family homes. So I know how they work from the inside. <laughs> You've got a very good circle of friends. You know, you're talking about Camilla, you talk about Becky, you talk about people that have, that, that, that have got kids that are doing this thing, you know, successfully too. So I'm so fortunate to have that reflected back to me about what is possible, not to look at the limits and the constraints, but there's just living evidence like... Camilla that you can do both and and like you said I thought it was a really good point is that you design your business to fit around your lifestyle it's not the other way around and actually if a client doesn't deem you as professional enough because you have a child are they really someone that you want to work with they're yeah, probably not someone I would want you. to work with yeah. so 
roll on Shropshire in Business events in November because we are going to have a special edition. <laughs> Joining, I'm, I'm going to carry the baby around. <laughs> I mean, it's like, can I be the event nanny? I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, you can. It's about balance as well, though, isn't it? You know, you see all these. Um, Elf is the perfect example. Great movie, but it's, it's, like, it's <laughs> great like example. It is a great example because he's kind of the kind of you know you got to get this book finished by Christmas, and it ends with him going, you know what, I quit. I'm going to go spend time with my family. If you weren't put in that position in the first place, yeah. or putting yourself in that position in the first place, there wouldn't be that snap moment where you walk out of your job. It's got to be balanced. Absolutely. Right? I hope that makes sense. If you're not seeing Elf, go and watch Elf. Man. It's an incredible <laughs> movie. And this it's is a great example. It <laughs> is, it is. Yeah. Um, and um, you got to get... I mean, what are you like when it comes to vulnerability and opening up? Because when it comes to kids, that's going to happen very naturally. Mm. It's going to be all the you know, that love and kind of back into energy. In terms of opening up to your clients about your situation. Well, I mean, like, when it comes to business mode, yeah. it's business mode, right? Warrior, you know? Mm. Um, Wilson Stephen Marshall stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to, like, being vulnerable with a loved one, does that happen naturally easy? I mean, it's probably a really personal question to ask, but I mean... Is it's it- a great question. I actually think that the most powerful thing that you can be is vulnerable. And whereas I used to see it as a very feminine, soft quality, mm-hmm. it is powerful to be vulnerable. And I think those those qualities that have been typically deemed as feminine over the years now, we're looking at and realising that, that they're the power drivers in business. And actually, business isn't about wearing a suit and exchanging small talk on the surface level. People are looking to connect. Yeah. Build a it's relationship, vulnerability. It's relationship management. Yeah. Relationship know. building. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I work with residential clients and I go into their homes and I have to build rapport and a relationship. And a lot of that relationship is based on my vulnerability to serve them and their vulnerability to let me help them. You know, so I think the qualities of, of motherhood, of raising children, it kind of brings that vulnerability out. And discipline as well. I guess like you can have <laughs> difficult clients where you're like, time out now yeah. in the corner. <laughs> Naughty George, step. George, drink your juice. <laughs> you drink your juice, you sit in the corner. Have we got a deal, guys, you know? Yeah. I think it, it, it kind of, it reduces a lot of issues, doesn't it? So if you have a client that you're batting heads with or there's difficulty in the chemistry, sometimes it when you're a mum you can kind of see why where's that coming from you know when you're dealing with a I'm not saying clients are child, <laughs> but when you're dealing with children that can't express their emotions you know you have to kind of get to the root cause of what's going on there you have to kind of work it out being in, investigate what's going on and that skill set with a client is quite useful because you have to go right okay this isn't working what's what's the problem what's going on you have to investigate and kind of be a mediator that's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solving. Yeah. And as well, on the extreme as well, on those hot summer days when the child just don't <laughs> stop screaming. But they can't communicate. They with can't you. communicate. But and you've and a learn. client will, if if they're not used to interacting with a service provider where there's a vulnerable connection, they're not used to communicating like that either. No. So you can use the same skill set to kind of draw out what the problem is. And that's a really, I think that's a really important insight, not necessarily just for business, but in real life. You know, genuine. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we'll, we'll we'll come across someone that's just beeping behind yeah, you in the yeah, car, yeah. and you kind of like, I can't hear what you're saying, and you're just beeping at me. Just just go, <laughs> just, just go. Like, I, I've you know I found situations where I felt really guilty about. Uh, it was Timmy was really little, and he was being relentless. He's not normally that bad, but I think he was teething or something. And I went to the room and I screamed into my pillow. <gasps> And then went and dealt with it. I felt really guilty for that, but that's really good. You know, that's like a really good method. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a really thing. good method. The pillow screams are great. They're great. Let it out. It's the same thing as standing on a cliff and screaming. You know, you release all that energy. Mm. And stuff. Yeah. Um, what are what are you what are things are you looking forward to? Like when when you heard this, what are the first things you started like going? Actually, no. There's going to be this. We're going to be able to do this. Are there mm. things that you saw? It, t- it took me a while to see any of those positives, being really honest, because all I was, I was mourning who I was. Um, and I saw it as, I think, in the early stages of pregnancy when you don't feel them and you, you don't physically look any different. Yeah. It's all a mental... Yeah a mental challenge and I think as I started to physically change I started to have that time to think about them becoming a human they're a human being they're not just a baby they're going to grow up and they're going to be you know fully fledged um, adult eventually and I started just thinking wow they're not just a baby they're going to be all of the other stages of human as well and they're going to be I've made them 
that's really cool. And so it's just, I think the whole physical journey of pregnancy has amazed me that, that we have bodies that can, um, that can do it. Um, and I think for a long time, having believed that I couldn't physically do that, it, it's been a lot of gratitude towards that, just really trying to enjoy it. Do you reckon um, a lot of this is because you'd built a hard shell around the idea of not having to? Yeah, I'd, 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 it, weirdly, it had become part of my identity, yeah. I think, than not having children. And I think a few people have, um, have said to me, they've heard me say at events before, and I didn't realise how much that I actually said it. I said, um, no, don't know if children's for me. I, it was like a narrative that I kept feeding, being like, no, and I, I really liked being the auntie. And yeah. the, I, I, yeah. I, lo- I love being with children. I think children are amazing, and I think I'm good with them, but I've always just been like, no, That's not cool. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you do. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm going to have my hands full for the next few months. <laughs> but, um, can, we do, can we do this again in six months' time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it might be a little harder then. need a tiny little microphone. Oh, wow. Definitely need to do Have you seen those tiny little ones up here yeah. for you? We we'll definitely need to get one of them. That would be cute. Um, what, are the, what are the things, are the things that you've built up in your mind that were mountains out of molehills that are you like oh, what was a re- that's, that's a ridiculous. great question there's a lot of that, isn't there? that it's, it's huge because and I think it's a good point now to, to bring in that I've had women have, have told me over the past few months that they are choosing to to not have children um, which is, of course we all have a choice where we want to do it but they're specifically not they're not going for that and, in, and looking to include that as part of their life because they don't believe you can have both they, they can't see how how can you have a business and be a mother and how can you be this and that and they're not seeing that you you can bring it all together so I think the, one of the biggest mountains in my head was that people are going to think I'm less credible yeah. um, less professional they're not going to want to work with me because I'm having a baby and I'm less yeah less of all of the things that I am it's taken me far too long in life to realise that it's just human nature for people to just comment unnecessarily Mm. right so if you if you hear someone I've I've got friends that chose not to ever have kids Mm. genuinely and I'm like okay that's cool and maybe the first time I've heard that I've gone oh why not and then I've realised that's that's really stupid thing to say because it's like human nature to be saying that but that's the wrong thing to say if someone chooses to have kids to not have kids to adopt rather than to have natural kids absolutely uh, whatever it is yeah you know, you should never question them. No. It's their choice. I think it's really, it's quite sad though, really, that women feel they have to make that choice. Yes. Because it's clearly coming from society saying, you know, the understanding is that if you have children, you are going to be preoccupied and you're not going to be able to focus as clearly on your profession. But you're an expert or you're not. And if you're an expert, it doesn't matter if you have children or not. You know, you are con- going to continue to be that expert. Having children doesn't take anything away from that. It just changes how you manage your life and how you manage the situation. Yeah, adaption. Adapt, yeah, adapt, absolutely. adapt, adapt. And, and we all know that when something big happens and you adapt, often the adaption makes life better. You're often in a better position than you were at before. Yeah. It enhances rather than takes anything away. Mm. And it's, it's changed my outlook on business because I was really panicking about how it was all going to work. And then I've, I've just changed by changing my mindset and saying, okay, what I can't do in person, I can still deliver through a laptop or a phone. It won't be for everybody, but that's okay. It's, it doesn't have to be for everyone. And let's just focus on what I can do rather than what I can't, which now means that I have a viable business model which continues through. Mm. And when I keep being asked, so when are you going on maternity leave? I'm, like, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 but I'm, of course I'm not going to be you know, doing running events and doing seven-hour VIP coaching days with people, but the business still gets to continue, but in a very different format. When it comes to, I mean, you'll know this, and you're, you're probably thinking about this an awful lot, but... Is there a plan you have to put in place for when you've had the baby, when you're running your own business? Is there something to, that you put in place? Do you have to like earn a little bit more money to get you through that bit? Are there other things you need to put in place that it ticks yeah. over nicely? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're in employment, obviously you have maternity cover, you have an expectation of when you're due to go back. Um, your finances are slightly more managed in that way. When you're um, self-employed, I think you, there's obviously a rigorous kind of planning process that needs to go on. But the biggest one for me is that women need to give themselves time to get back to work. They need to give time to rest, recoup and come back stronger. Um, I think that there's this want to do it all so fast that you don't give time to rest and and recover and 
and recognise what a massive thing you've done, you know, you've produced a whole human being. And those first few weeks when you have a child, those bonding experiences yeah. are the most magical, which is Absolutely. the most important bit. I always remember when Timmy first went to, to nursery, he was I can't remember how old, I think it was, it was like, God, was he six months? He was very young, baby still, and I was kind of like, <laughs> it's so vulnerable yeah. and you've got to leave him above these people I don't know these people you know but you have to learn to let go and takes the... a community takes a community to bring up a child so. oh, that's a nice saying yeah. that's a nice takes a village oh that's cool that's cool um, so how are you feeling about it all now you're I'm, happy I'm excited. feeling good and happy and excited and um and I've just been so transparent with people who are coming on board as clients at the moment. I'm obviously, I'm pregnant. Don't know when they're going to arrive. If they arrive, when from the date they arrive, the first four weeks, I'm pausing. Your contract will be paused. I'm going to enjoy them. And then business will continue. Yes, I don't know exactly how I'm going to feel. Yes, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. But I've accepted that as part of the exciting journey of having a business is that new chapter it evolves you and that's evolve. what I was going to say this is this is the the next chapter in your book is yeah kids and factoring that into business and yeah and I'm just I, I know there's so there's so many amazing men and women I know I talk about women a lot in my um, world but I, I, there are men and women out there who doubt that they they doubt their capabilities and they doubt that they can be this and that we sometimes pick very we put the blinkers on and we think if we're this type of person and we make this life decision or choice it means that we have to have this type of life or business but I just want to be an advocate for being able to do both being able to be all the feminine things and a badass masculine um, yeah. what's, what's the word masculine what in business to yes. have that to, to yeah to, to own the masculine traits that you have as well you can be both and and to excuse me I'll bleep it out but to f*** up too yeah you're and gonna, to learn you, from it and yeah you, you're gonna down. mess up you're gonna oh yeah <laughs> that's all to come yeah and I want to share that as well I'd share the things that I'm not going to get right because I'm sure there's going to be many of them many learnings that you I'm sure you both experienced as parents yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I think my biggest one was trying to go back too soon was it yeah. yeah and a couple of weeks difference you know and every time I had a baby having four I got to have a go at it a yeah. few times and I think there was a sweet spot where you go back and you're ready and you're hungry to start work again and if you just if you make that too short a time it's just it just doesn't work you know you need time to recoup and uh, refocus and, and then get back in when you when you were having obviously you said you started up your business while you were pregnant yeah is there are there any books any resources that you looked at that helped you I flew by the seat of my pants yeah <laughs> <laughs> I took what I'd learnt um, at university I'd obviously been in practice for many years before I started um, and I was very lucky that I was a second income um, so I could start small and learn with support. So the, my financial input at that time didn't matter. So I was in a very fortunate position. Um, and now, you know, it's different. So. And what, what the great thing about you, Alex, is that you are now in a position where you've got these amazing friends around you. So that if you are having an off day, just get together and we'll, we'll help you out. And I've already said I'll babysit. I've, I've never felt so supported in my entire life. It's it, it, incredible. It, you're such an independent go-getter, though. Is there a part of you that's going, no, leave me alone, I can do it? It's weird. That's, that's what's changed in me this year. Is Yes, that was previous Alex. I, had, I wore that badge of honour of, I've built this on my own, I've, I can do it on my own, I'm very independent. And this year, my support network have carried me and I couldn't have done it without them to be able to have people that I can be really honest and tell them that I'm not feeling great and that I am doubting myself and I am doing and just to have really open honest conversations and support is everything I'd say everything. that's the biggest lesson I've learned throughout it too to I started off as I'm mama bear I'm responsible for my children I'm a businesswoman and if I fail or slow down it's somehow a, a failure to ask for help but it's the biggest lesson I've learned that actually asking for help makes you stronger. It validates 100%. your friends. They feel that they're there to support you and they can and they want to. And, you know, I want to be asked for help. I'm glad that Alex will ask me for help and I look forward to supporting her. I think it's an incredible thing to be asked to do. Yeah, me too. You know, I feel... I, since, you know, chatting to you guys, um, you know, you 
the highly flammable lot, I'm going to have to call you guys because there's Aaron, there's you, there's Becky, there's Stephen. There's so many people that I've met through through this line of us talking. You guys, I feel, are value, not just value guests, you're friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when, when I started seeing your posts about when you're on social media explaining, you're almost apologetic in a way. <laughs> I'm really Hello. sorry, but I'm pregnant. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. I, I do look back at that and think, oh, but but this is the journey, isn't it? I wanted to give you a hug for the screen. It's oh. like I wanted to be like, oh, Alex, it's okay. But I think that 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 I had to put that out there first in that tone because that's how, where I was at, how I was feeling at the time, yeah. and it was almost like You're being ripping, honest. It was ripping a plaster off, and I kept rewriting that post again and again, and trying to change the tone of it. And I was like, do you know what? I just have got got to own that. It feels messy and uh, and uncomfortable and vulnerable, but I'm just putting it out. Cause it's and there the are people listening to this now that have been in the exact same place you are now, and that's the whole point of this podcast mm. is to reach out and say it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to do that. It's okay to feel like it. And there's also something that you're going to get that you've probably never had before, and that's a mama's ferocity. <laughs> there's a mama mode. Oh, that, mama bear mode. Is yeah, like, mama bear yeah. mode. Like you're gonna somebody wrongs your child. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. They go into a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your name I, is on the list. I'm sure you've got that that kind of that kind of focus anyway. If somebody like does something wrong or tries to screw your business over or something like that, you, you're on it. But when it comes to your child, oh, there's nothing else. And they do give you drive like nothing else. You know, the I idea of supporting a child, your children, gives you incredible drive. I want to in- inspire them yeah. to be able to think big and to go out there and do whatever they want with their life and I felt yeah if I can be that not just for me but for them that's very motivating yeah um I'm, I'm gonna get proper like vulnerable more vulnerable than I normally get on the podcast with you guys right now I, I so I feel like I've lived three different lives okay so I had three children with my ex in Wrexham right so uh, my oldest I got to see him uh, for the first stages of his life and the younger ones obviously not so much so I've had the separated father life yeah. and I've had the seeing Timmy, Timmy from birth, having him live with me. And I've got to say, it, whether they're over there in Wrexham or whether they're in your house, the love and the, mm. the emotion you have when it comes to your children. Like I'm experiencing like everything from every angle at the moment. I've got uh, my 18 year old has just suffered his first breakup, his first love. He's got his first job. I'm sorry, Leon, but it's life. That's how it goes. And he's like, uh, Dad, what can I do to make it feel better? And I was like, there are a million songs written about women. <laughs> like, go listen to some Beatles, you know. Um, and then I've got Timmy, who's just, you know, starting out in life, eight years old. You know, it's just an amazing journey that you go on regardless of what situation you're in and that's the whole point of that what I'm trying to say is yeah you learn a lot about yourself bringing children up you yeah know, you see you see back into your into your childhood and your expectations and your kind of biases and yeah yeah I was 18 when I had my first kid and I got my 18 year old asking me how to do life and I'm like <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe you should ask someone else you know but you know I, I value that though I do value that and, and that's another thing about it, is, is a value in the the little things in life the 30 minute naps oh yeah <laughs> everyone likes a nana nap <laughs> it's weird because I feel like that's one thing that, and I'm, and I'm sure I will still feel very tired in that first bit but I've never um, slept great I've always been um, a very I get up really early and then struggle to go to sleep so sleep's never been a huge importance to me I suppose Alex can you just record that yeah <laughs> and I know that. I know that people who listen to this like just you wait when you, when you find oh, the, the no Sunday idea. afternoon naps oh my god when t- up until Timmy was about four five four five we'd have a Sunday, Sunday nap family nap absolutely because I work nights and it was natural for me to go to bed anyway my wife would be like well we'll jump in bed with you for half an hour Aww. so we go to bed for half an hour and then we got to a stage where like Timmy come for a nap and he's like no this kid he's, he's a bit like, come on come and have a nap he's like no yeah my partner Dave loves sleep loves a nap and is always confused why I just can't I can't do them but I'm sure that maybe I'll be on the nap train sounds like you guys got his priorities right because you know <laughs> they do say that you know life is happier when you have a siesta you know absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well Alex I feel like like I said when I first saw your post I wanted I wanted, I did want to give you a hug you know because you are you're doing something I feel like not everybody does and you're putting it all out there your vulnerabilities and your journey 
and I feel like that's actually going to help people, right? Yeah. yeah. Be- because they're going to see that and they're going to be like they're going to see themselves in that. Yeah. Or, I try and be honest and open and transparent and not just say what people want to hear because it is the truth and the truth of it is yes it was unplanned yes it was a few months into a relationship um, and yes it's been every single emotion under the sun but that's real it's real and I think that if that can help somebody who anyone who's going through a similar situation or who might be pregnant now and listening and experiencing this whole like range of weird emotions like that is okay and it does get better the further that you go along the journey and connect with what's happening with your body and what's going on and things do fall into place if you asked me seven months ago how I'd be feeling now they're polar opposites but it, it takes time just flow with it allow it surrender to it what I yeah. found funny was um, when we were expecting and when the baby's born, up until a certain point, I think, when at an age of a child, you answer the same questions over and over again. Yeah. When's the baby due? The baby not here Do you know yet. Do you know what you're having? What's its name? What, yeah. Yep. Yeah. What would you prefer? I mean, how's that for you? It's repetition, isn't it? Yeah, well, I've, I haven't found out the sex of the baby, um, so I keep referring to it as them. <laughs> and they're like, twins? I'm like, no, no, no. There's one, there's one. Um, <laughs> But with those, I think I've... I haven't actually been asked that many times, really, about the, the same questions, really, okay. which has been... I have about the, the sex of the baby, yes. Um, I haven't got a name either, so I just say I don't know why they haven't got a name. I don't think they're, they think, I think they're going to be born into this world with no name, but that's OK. That's just a question mark. <laughs> yeah. I need to look at them, and then, then I'll know. Do you know how we found... Timmy's name was... Uh, we were watching... Um, the movie Need for Speed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's awful, by the way. A terrible movie. But we were looking at the credits as they come up. And we were just like, that, 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 that. And then Timothy came up. I was like, you don't hear many Tims these days, do you? That's lovely. That's a really cool way to... Look at the credits <laughs> on the end of a movie. <laughs> Why have I not thought of that? Right, I'm doing that. Unless it's a Marvel movie, because there's like four rows. and it's <laughs> You can't call your baby Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ah, that's a great name, actually. Um, i got to say, when... Um, I worked in the supermarket when when uh, Cas was due with Timmy, and it's very hard to get time off during Christmas, right? You're not allowed. It's Christmas, right? And Timmy was due just before Christmas, and I was like, "I'm gonna be off Christmas, suckers." <laughs> he was born on New Year's Day, <laughs> and during, you know, these talk about the repetition of these questions. A supermarket, I work with hundreds of people, right? And there's customers too that see me. And when I clock in, it's when I get to where I work. About six people have come up to me and gone, Has she dropped yet? Um, the baby here yet? I'm, I wouldn't be here like you do. <laughs> people get so excited about it, they just want to be do. part of the process. And you've got to remind yourself that like, these are actually people that care. And when you're heavily pregnant, you just want your baby. So when everyone, everyone asks, you're like, No, please stop asking me. <laughs> it's like the biggest thing that you want to happen. I think yeah. I'm about to enter into that zone now, you know, when it gets to full term. And especially because I've got this next nine, nine, ten days in Shrewsbury and then I'm, I'm, I'm nesting in nesting mode in bed. Oh, what's that like for you? Um, I don't know. So <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not here yet? No, no. I've, I've, I've moved, but I'm still like, staying with family, fulfilling work commitments, business commitments here. And then I'm going to be just staying down, staying online and waiting. So I think that's going to be the period of time where I'm like, is anything happening yet? Um, I promise not to message you. <laughs> Every five minutes. I don't mind. Um, but yeah, it'll be nice to do that because again, it's very against instinct for me. I, I, I thrive off, um, not busyness, that's not the right word. I thrive off people and doing my work and doing the job that I do. I like traveling from here and there. I like being um, active. So being still and uh, not doing a lot, I'm probably going to find quite challenging. You can still do a lot, though. I know a lot of mums that go out and take their mum, do like get one of those uh, city stroller jo- and go running with the baby in the pram. And you do. There's so many things you can get out there and. Yeah, I suppose you you make it what you want of it, don't you? You make it, you do it the way that you want to do it, rather than the way that you think. Again, this is the thing with stereotypes and societal norms is whether we like it or not I think especially as women we do conform Absolutely. sometimes without even consciously knowing why we're doing it yeah we're not st- stuck in that nonsense I mentioned at the beginning that the Stepford wifey stay at home with the baby you can go out there and do it as yeah. you all yeah I remember taking so Leo my first child 
um, I didn't really take him to sight or anything. I kind of hid him away and I went through all of that that kind of um, stereotypical time where you think that as a mum you've almost got to hide your child away to be seen as professional. And then when Casper came along, he had a sling and a hard hat and a high vis. Oh, <laughs> and he I love was on site with me in a sling. You know, and I was like, Yeah, I've had a baby and, and they'd be like, Oh my god, you're wearing a baby. He's coming to sight, he's coming to the meetings, he's tiny, he's asleep, he's happy. And uh, I took him with me, it was great. I love um, I love the idea that the lessons that I teach my, my, my kid, they're gonna go on and be better people than I, 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 I was. But Timmy holds doors open for people, That's he's very hope, polite. Yeah. Until they start playing Fortnite and start hearing words they shouldn't be and, and <laughs> phrases that they shouldn't be saying. That's all part of it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm tapping my microphone like an absolute novice. Um, <laughs> because I, I feel like I get emotional with it as well, especially when it comes to like, I don't think there's a guilt, but there's like an appreciation that, that can't be expressed enough. Like my wife was breastfeeding, right? So I couldn't, in the middle of the night, I could just pat her on the back, had a girl. Do you know what I mean? There's not a lot you can do in the, in those circumstances. And but that's a lovely way to support her. That's fantastic. And then working nights as well. I was kind of like, hope you're okay. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's when it comes to mums and you, the responsibilities that you do have and the, the responsibilities that you juggle. Like, I'll ask, I'll sit to my wife, I want to cook. She went, no, got it. Don't worry about it. As much as I really want to help, she's just there doing it, and I appreciate that. You know, I'm sure there's lots of guys out there feels the same. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know. It takes a team. Everyone's got their kind of role and their input and you can support each other in a myriad of different ways. Um, so, have you got a message for your followers and the people that, that follow you, you know, as far as the, the future is concerned? Is there anything you want to say to reassure them or... Um, a message of thanks or, or I mean what, is, is there anything definitely thanks for all of the support I've received this year because it's been it's been incredible and I'm really glad that I allowed myself to receive that as well and not just bat it off and do the whole in, independent I've got this on my own because I haven't got it on my own I, I need my support network to make me feel as strong as I do um, in terms of business, I'm actually really excited about what's next because it's, it's, un, it's complete unknown territory for me. But what I do know is this year I've reconnected to my purpose in my work more than I ever have. I know I know that I'm here to coach, to, to guide, to support, and I'm excited to see what being a mother, how being a mother helps to add to that. I think it's going to develop my compassion and empathy and help me to connect to people especially other mothers in a in a in a deeper way yeah then maybe i haven't been able to up till now in a, in a your personal experience kind of way absolutely i think it makes a massive difference when you're a coach and you're coaching women that have families to have that inside perspective is incredibly powerful yeah i'm doing some tiktok stuff on my phone. <laughs> i was listening to what you were saying there. Uh, yeah it's it's i think business is something like I didn't feel like I could sit here and, and, and explain everything that's going on in your mind and in your mind and I can say thank you like I just have and appreciation for, for, for women that go out and do these amazing things it's like a superpower right something that you can't explain especially when it comes to the emotions that are involved but business is definitely the reason why I've got you you here and you here because uh, when it comes to keeping going and, and prospering and, and, and whilst you've got a baby you're the expert Camilla you know you've been <laughs> there and done that Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you for Come and help now. You know. Thank you very much. Um, is there anything that you'd like to? Uh, have you, is there any advice that you've given to Alex along the way during this process that you think would be shareable for our customers, uh, yeah, customers think, our listeners? Yeah, I think probably Alex has been incredible. You know, she hasn't needed much advice. She's kind of worked worked out a lot, and she's asked questions. She's been um, curious. Um, but I think just to lean in, you know, just lean in and accept the changes and, and see a way through and see it as a positive kind of powerful move in your career and I think she's done it she's nailing it (laughs) oh thank you and just maybe to other women out there thinking that you know you can't have family in a career you absolutely can but you might need to be more flexible in your idea of what that career looks like um, and how you manage it and maybe being self-employed perhaps might be the way to solve it yeah yeah and you've got to just take those moments like I said those those 30 minute naps (laughs) that little bit of time of the day off with the kid like 
I'm not going to the Battle of Shrewsbury tomorrow because I feel like I barely see my family. Mm. So I've cancelled it. I'm going tomorrow to watch football with my family because as much as I really do love what I'm doing, I'm, I, I know I'm overdoing it and it's punishing my family a little bit. So They do help you see the priority. Yeah. Having a family really helps you see your priorities and stick to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, is there anything that we've missed? Is there anything that you feel like, why didn't Alex bring that up? Like, is there anything that burning desire to speak about I don't think so I think largely I just hope that anyone listening who has resonance with anything that we've spoken about today finds inspiration in it that they can do both you know you can be a parent a great parent not that I know that I've actually stepped into this yet but I'm imagining that well with you're likes of Camilla right the baby's here <laughs> just in there I think the fact that you're here doing this podcast today is testament to the fact how much you care about this actually mm. do you know what I mean well, you could, like you said it. you could have just been like no, I've got this like you said you know you could have just been like taking it on by yourself going into a dark room and just be like I've got a baby but you didn't <laughs> on a podcast to talk about your emotions because it means so much to you yeah, and also owning that there's it's unknown, it's change, it's uncomfortable, it's not all airy fairy roses, sun tinted, sun tinted glasses, <laughs> rose tinted glasses, rainbows and, um, rainbows and unicorns, yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like baby brain. It's super powerful that you've made clear how important it is to be vulnerable and to accept help. I certainly, when I started out, thought I had to do it myself. I had to prove myself by being the only one to carry all of the burden. And actually, watching Alex do it in such a vulnerable way and accepting help is a massive lesson for anyone listening to this. That it is not weak to ask for help. That if you're going to do something this incredible, then use your support network. And go and find community and people who are showing and reflecting back to you the type of life that you want to lead and the qualities that you're looking and aspiring to have which is I'm so fortunate to have women like Camilla wrapped around me who keep reflecting back you can do it you can and who don't even have to say you can I just watch them and it gives me the inspiration and motivation that I need to be able to do it so I think that's that's something that I've had again over my three lives on this earth is uh, picking friends and people around me that I think I need around me the positive influences not necessarily people that are going to be like oh no how people around you that have similar mindsets yeah yeah that's what you just said I'm inside mm. them like, <laughs> but I know that's what I'm, I'm learning you know that you've got to be able to do that yeah and it's not it's not plugging the Shropshire and business community you can plug maybe, away it maybe it is it a tiny bit you need to but I feel that there are so many people who've come into the network, both the women in business and the and the larger community with men and women together. We are inspiring the hell out of each other and it's just great. And seeing like real life stories of people who are not afraid to go out there and get after it and not let things hold them back. And there's just, I feel like, especially in the Shrewsbury community, there's, yeah, there's so many incredible, incredible inspiring people and even if you haven't got a business and you're thinking about just wanting to get in a community of people who are big thinkers and they're open-minded and supportive come and come and find us and step in I'm, I am pausing till November but <laughs> it's an incredible space because it does allow the vulnerability that you have to show in order yeah. to grow yeah you know and that the, the space that Alex has created with Structural Women in Business is a, a literally a safe space for women that are either developing businesses or are wanting to take it on to the next stage. Most have babies, if not, um, they are still women and, and you know responsible for children in some way. And it's an incredible environment to see people's vulnerabilities. They, they, you know, we've had people in floods of tears. We have people that bring uh, problems to the table and within half an hour it's solved because you have a network of women all working with a common good to support one another. It's an incredibly powerful environment. Yeah, and I'm gutted now because I've, I've, I've got a new job that I'm going to be working for the day. I'm starting two weeks so I could have come to your workshops from in two weeks time but you're pausing oh no I'm back. back I'm, I'm back in um, I've got November and December dates that are booked in with highly flammable studios so until then I'll be I'll be online I'll still be there um, you take I, your time <laughs> I will be just um, sticking to what I said and just having a slower 
pace with no yes. expectation, yeah. which I think is just a theme of I'm a hypocrite, life right now. I, I'm, I'm the same. I'm like, oh, I need a bit of, bit of time. Just take my time. Relax a bit. Did a podcast yesterday. Did a podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing press stuff, hopefully, with the club for the weekend. Like, it's just mad, isn't it, how we drive ourselves. But, and, yeah. and the thing is, if your career, like Alex, is something that's a real passion, if it's a vacation, you want to get back to it. You know, it's not It's not that it's this big, oh, I've got to go back to work. No. It's, I want to go back to work. This is part of my identity and I want to crack on. So it's yeah. getting the balance just right between rest and, and that passion. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, you guys have been fantastic to speak to you today. I was really worried about, like, I didn't want to kind of mansplain my way through this because at the same time, it's like... I think, I think that's something that guys just naturally fall into as well without being misogynistic it's kind of like I didn't want to like yeah you ladies <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> so you guys have been brilliant to talk about this um, thank you and uh, yeah it's been good if you feel like you've been say affected by today if you've resonated <laughs> with today or you have any comments just drop us a message um, if you have any questions for Alex um, Alex will now tell you where you can find her on social media and stuff yeah so Instagram and Facebook Alex McCarthy coaching um, is where I'm, I'm hanging out mostly um, and I've also got websites so Alex McCarthy coaching um, in whatever respect but You're very googleable you are very good googleable I like that word but honestly I'm very um, what's the word my inbox is always open and I'm always up for a chat um, so please I thought do. you cringe as you said that I know I was like, how, do I, how, do I, how do I say that in a non-cringy way and I didn't manage to say it in a non-cringy way I liked it my inbox is open for a chat no but, but, but honestly if anything that we've, that we've spoken about or chatted about has landed for you then I'd, I'd, I'd love to know why and to and to meet you and talk to you so don't be shy Camilla, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, I'm Architecture Ventures on Instagram and I have my website as well. Again, quite Googleable, which is my new favourite word. <laughs> I love that word. Um, and again, you know, I'm always happy to uh, chat and inspire. Um, and if anybody feels they want to chat to me, get in touch. I'd love to hear from you and see what how can help. If you're not following Architect Venture, uh, Ventures on, on Instagram, it's amazing. It's a great website. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and I. You have, have a lot of fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. A big shout as well to Vitas over there in the background and Daily Brews. Uh, for letting us come and record here I love coming and record here I love the clinking of the glasses and the grinding of the coffee machines it sounds really gnarly in here but when you edit it down it sounds beautiful so um, thank you for letting us record here Shrewsbury's great thank you very much for tuning in and we'll catch you guys next time that was a fantastic episode editing back um, it was <laughs> it started off a little bit <laughs> a little bit nervous because uh, it's definitely a conversation that as a bloke I feel like you could definitely put your foot in the mouth in your mouth with that um, you gotta be sort of, I don't want to say tread carefully but it's it's definitely a, a conversation um, that can that can go many different ways but I feel like it was all positive which is really good um, I feel like uh you know, Alex is a good friend. She's always, uh, I've, my observations of Alex since I've met her is she's always there to help people and support people. So when Alex came to me and asked if uh, we could do this podcast, absolutely jumped at the chance of doing this because I wanted to support my friend. And I do think it's a, a really valid conversation to be having. Um, and uh, I feel like we did a good job there. And I felt I like the eavesdroppy sort of uh, feel to it as well. It was very nice. Um, right, a couple of things I need to talk to you guys about before we get out of here. Uh, number one is Pod Aid. Pod Aid is back on the 11th of November. Um, it is a 24 hour live charity podcast for Lingen Davis. So at 9 a.m. on the 11th of November, we go live in front of cameras, in front of microphones. It will be streaming on YouTube and on Facebook and wherever else we can get it and we will not stop until 9 a.m on the 12th uh it's we've got 24 hour long guests to bring you um we have a venue now thanks to shrop dock a fantastic place i went to look at it yesterday as i'm recording this um if you want to get involved we are still looking for guests um we're going to be uh, working really hard to bring people in putting my team together still either side of the atlantic and also sponsors we're looking for sponsors if you want to sponsor an hour and have your business show up and be like this hour is brought to you by insert name um then uh, please get in touch uh, our email is shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com uh, we're, we're looking for 24 sponsors for each hour of the show uh trying to raise as much money as we can i want it to be the biggest year we've ever done pod aid absolutely and the other thing I want to speak to you guys about is <laughs> we're having a, we've got a brand new website being built as we speak. Um, 
our other website, the one we got up now, I broke last year, broke it. I changed my podcast host, which is a website I send my audio to. And then from that website, it goes to loads of different places via the RSS feed. The RSS feed is very important to my own website. And because I changed it, the website I use just kind of went, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so uh, the amazing guys at Web Orchard are working around the clock over the next couple of weeks to build our brand new website. Um, we've got some great drone footage. Uh, we're going to get a brand new logo. There's going to be a whole new look to the Shrewsbury Biscuit. And there's going to be lots of great options as well for and opportunities for, for businesses to get involved with it. So if you want to advertise on our website, um, I'm going to be writing blogs for the website too. There's going to be so many cool things happening with the Biscuit over the next uh, few weeks because of this website and these new opportunities. Uh, so I've got to say a huge thank you to Web Orchard for, for going out there and, and doing this putting it all together if you need a website for your business or your podcast or your blog or whatever it is that you do the web orchard are fantastic at what they do um then honestly they showed me some um some uh, shots of our, what our website's going to look like and i nearly cried you know they've always been fantastic for us they uh, you know they think outside the box um and they do offer a great product so web orchard are the guys for you if you need a great website right i've waffled uh, an awful lot on this podcast uh, thank you so much to alex thank you so much to camilla to daily brews and thank you to you the listener if this is the first time uh, that you've listened to the Shrewsbury Biscuit, thank you so much for making us your choice today. And, um, you know, uh, by all means, give us a, a follow on our, our social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Threads, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on Twitter, or X as it's now called, and we're on t- uh, LinkedIn too. So thank you so much for your support, and we'll, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.